We all have areas in our life we might feel stuck or overwhelmed. So join me, Jenna Zint, habit coach, teacher, and follower of Jesus as we go after little bits of better by building offensively small habits that create big impact. This is the Habit Lab Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Habit Lab. Um, I am probably a few days into the first round, the first week of my Habit Lab Mastery course. If you are someone interested in joining online, we would totally be able to accommodate you too. Still, we usually take people like three to four days after the class because you can watch the replay and then be caught up by the time we go to week two. So if you accidentally missed it and had thought about it, send me an email, jennazint at gmail.com and we will get you in. Um, it was cool. I actually ran into a couple, two friends, local ladies who took my class in the fall of 2022. And um, they both ha- told me like involuntarily started saying how, well, they work out together a couple days a week. So I think this is where the conversation happened. But um, the reason they started working out together was because of the class. They met in the class and then they also um, learned the concepts of starting small. And they were saying that in recapping one morning this like recently while they were processing their 2023, they both said that it was totally a different year because of what they learned in Habit Lab and then applied it all year long. And even just with working out, how they slowly upgraded and started so small and how they're almost into, um, I think they're right under a year of consistently working out a couple days a week together. And one has five kids and the other has three kids. And she voluntarily says she did not like working out, never thought she could have got here. So it's just cool watching the fruit because a lot of people want to know, like, if I take if I invest in the class, will it stick? <laughs> like, you know, and it's beautiful watching it. Like, okay, it's stuck in my life. I know a few people, but actually watching, they were the original class, watching it, them still get fruit from what they alert, learned and then applied. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of my heart in general is learning. I'm like, ah, I watch a lot of inspiration happen, but I actually want people to get the implementation and then stick with it. And I think the overarching theme is like, I want fruit that remains. I don't want overnight growth, like that one parable about the seed that comes really fast, but then dies because the roots aren't deep. That's what I think of, of like all or nothing mentality or going after change really fast, but versus the seeds that roots go deep and remain the fruit that remains. So that's my whole thought and like kind of passion behind habit lab is like, I want you to get results, but I don't want them to be something you're doing in the short term. I want them to be long-term because then it switches over to who you're becoming. And um, that brings me to this episode, um, ditching unhelpful questions (laughs) around your habits. So um, I, this morning went to, it was raining and it was cold and I got up and my original plan had been go to a spin class at our gym around the corner. And instantly I was like, oh, it's raining and cold and I'm tired and it's Monday. Do I actually want to do that? And do I want to do that, especially with your habits, is just the first question I'm going to highlight that is unhelpful, that I've just learned. I've I've weeded it out of my vocabulary. (laughs) And so many of us ask that question. And I think the problem is, um, a lot of people might be like, yeah, I realize it, but the, uh, like that maybe my emotions don't lead what I want to do. Like discipline needs to be a reaction. But then maybe the other side is like, oh, but I also want to take care of myself and I don't want to 
harm myself if my body needs rest or if I'm becoming sick or whatever. So like, where's the tension between the two? And what I feel, the reason I've stopped asking myself, do I want to do this is because I don't think it's the right question. My husband and I talk about an untrue question sometimes. So instead of asking myself, do I want to, if you play the tape forward, 95 plus percent of the time, do I want to do that habit, whether it is meal prep like I did yesterday, or if it's go back downstairs after my kids, um, I put my kids to bed and do five to 10 minutes of cleaning my kitchen, or if it's um, throwing that laundry in before I do X, Y, Z. If I ask myself, do I want to? The honest answer to that is like, I said 95% of the time, maybe 99% of the time, no, I don't want to. So realizing like, oh, if that question lends to that answer all the time, it's probably the not the right question. So I do want to make room for, is it like a tool, like a question that I delineate what my actions are based on, but just that question's unhelpful for me. So this morning when I was getting up and I was like, oh, do I really want to go to the gym? And I was like, oh, wait, I don't ask that question. That it reminds me of like, um, I had the analogy once. I was like, it's an unhelpful question for measuring or determining what you want to do. It's like if you were trying to, I don't know, lose weight and you wanted to see if you're tracking your progress. Um, <laughs> if you got on a scale, that's a measuring stick of, that would be helpful, like a measuring, a tool to measure to decide whether or not your habit is being helpful. Like whatever you're doing to try to lose weight, like are you hitting your goal? Getting on a scale would be a helpful tool, a helpful measurement to decide that. What would be unhelpful is a ruler where you decide, okay, that is a measure. That is a form of measuring. Is it the best form for the information you're looking for? Like you probably aren't going to shrink height wise. Maybe like I, some of you probably mentally be like, maybe you could rep the ruler around your, you know, like see if the diameter of your quad has shrunk or something. I'm like, yeah, that would probably be measuring tape. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, But just the mental image of like, oh, there are helpful and unhelpful tools when you're measuring outcomes or what you're going to do. And I think do I want to is just unhelpful because it lends itself. It's like a leading question that lends itself to 99% of the time, the answer would be no. So instead replacing it with a different question that is more helpful, that gets a more, uh, more honest answer with helpful information. So one of them that I've started asking myself is like, oh, what would be the most helpful thing for me to do this morning? So instead of when I started with, do I want to go to the class? Cause it's raining and it's dark and I'm tired and it's Monday. And I was like, okay, wait, what's my goal? My goal is to use this time to set my day up for success. My goal is to like, I have to think big picture. My goal is to, um, invest in my energy so that I actually have a little bit more of a productive day. And then today, yeah, today's a Monday. Oh, but on Mondays, my kids are in school less time. Oh, that's usually when I need, and I launch my class tomorrow. I have a lot to do. Me being the most focused is probably going to be the most, or is the best way for me to invest my day. Okay. I definitely need to work out in the morning so that I get the focus for the limited hours the kids are at school. Those are my prime time. And I want to set myself up for being the most clear and productive in those limited four hours because I will be, it will be anxious if I don't use them well. I don't have the shame or like performance mentality. I just know that 
anxious, me not getting a lot of my stuff done today in those four hours will be anxious producing and I won't be the mom that I want and I'll probably have to do some after school. I'm like, oh, that's unhelpful for no one. So this isn't performance. This is me setting myself up for success. And then the other thing, I'm like, okay, what are my options? I could stay home and do 30 minutes. So I've already decided I need to do exercise first thing. It's not a day that I'm going to wait till later in the day Um, because I need the energy and clarity off the bat. Then the next question, I'm like, okay, what are my options? I could, how could I, when I say options, I think, how could I edit my habit? Um, If if there's more barriers to entry, like the rain and the cold (laughs) this morning, could I edit? Like, is the edit needed a pivot so that it's less challenging? And then I thought like, okay, I could stay home and do work out there. Or I could, you know, go to the spin class and realizing when, what would happen? Like I play the tape out. What would happen if I stay home? Sometimes I it would be easier. I'll quickly do it and move on when I check myself. But on the days that I'm feeling extra low motivation, I know that doing an at-home workout is actually harder and I'm so much more likely to pause, get distracted, not push myself. So actually going to spin class, when I looked at it, like what would be, which of my options, instead of saying, what do I want to do? Which of my options would serve me meeting my goal, which would be working off or working out earlier in the morning because I need the energy. Oh, me getting, going to the gym while the cost is leaving my house, being a little less comfortable for a bit, walking in the rain, the benefit is I don't quit when I'm at spin class. I never hop off the bike at 15 minutes. I, when I'm at home and I'm low motivation, there are so many times that I pause my YouTube video or whatever my workout is at 15 minutes because in my head, I'm like, this is so long. I could be doing my laundry or like, so either like how how boring or my lack of motivation is so much more obvious and more likely to like throw me off and kill kill the like my habit versus when I'm at the gym, the upfront cost of being wet and having to walk outside of my house to my car and my car to the gym is way less of a cost. So I, I then be like, what edits are needed? And I weigh the cost of both options for my edits. And I'm like, oh, actually, so instead of asking myself, what do I want to do? I think like, what what's the goal of me do, executing my habit? Like almost what is the fruit? And then I got to the point of um, mental clarity and energy. So that was the first question I asked myself. Then the second question is, oh, what edits could I do to make it? Like what are my choices of options and variations I could do for this habit? Because I'm gonna be flexible um, to get that mental, enter- mental energy. And then when I'm looking at my edits, I think which one am I more likely to find success doing? Like which one, which one of the edit options for my habit would be most helpful for what I'm currently looking at today? Because I'm not a robot and the days do change. And I realized like, oh, what would be most helpful is going to the gym because I don't, my lack of motivation won't thwart me from getting 30 minutes of sweat. Like, okay, the only thing it costs. And then I ask kind of like, what's the cost? And I compare the cost between the two because I know what I want the fruit to be. I want to sweat for 30 minutes so that I'm super clear and productive for the four hours my kids are at school. And then I'm like, which one of these habit options? So instead of just being like, I don't have any room for my emotions or any room to pivot, like being just black or white, which I think a lot of people who are afraid of structure are afraid of that, like that robot that doesn't let their emotions or isn't flexible um, come in. And I think the other side is those of us who are afraid of that then don't usually... um, 
we choose all or nothing. We either execute it exactly as planned or we don't do it. Where this idea of like scaling it back. Okay, well, like what's my goal? If, I, if that's really hard today, what's my goal? Energy, how can I get there? What are the edits? Um, and then which of those edit options do I have? Because I feel powerful now. I'm not making myself do something. I'm leaving some room for like what's going on inside of me and the different circumstances that are happening today that are truly happening. And then I decide of those edits, which one would be the more helpful version of my habit to get to my goal. And if my goal is productivity, actually the more helpful edit would be go to the gym because I will not hop off the bike. <laughs> There's a lot of peer pressure. I can actually, so like, so I asked myself instead of like, what do I want to do? Like what would be the most helpful to get to my goal? And then um, it changes my mindset too. So I'm not begrudging. Like when I was parking at the gym and about to like open my door in the rain and the cold, I was like, oh, I know if I just, like, I'm actually, I didn't have any of like, honestly, like victim or even dread for getting wet. Like, I think, you know, you get that mindset really, like, oh, why am I here? Because I already mentally decided that this was the easier option. So I felt some joy of like, I get to go and have someone else push me on a day that I can't push myself. Like, oh, this is easier. So it's crazy how the shift can happen once you look at your, like you actually let yourself have options and then choose. It reminds me of, um, the concept of love and logic where it gives your kids two options that you're actually okay with, but you they feel powerful because they're choosing. They don't feel like they've lost control or they're powerless, therefore have a bad attitude because they're just being controlled. That's like, I think one of my biggest mental like aha moments with habits of like, oh, I can do the same to myself. Like, hey, you have two edits. It's true. This is extra hard today. Which one do you choose? So then when I choose it, I feel free and feel like I was powerful rather than like almost powerless to my habit, if that makes sense. And then I actually think as I'm like, I don't know, it was 10 minutes in, I was like, wow, this has flown by. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm working a little harder. I'm, I got out of my house. I'm not as cozy. Those are all true, but what are the benefits that I'm receiving? And I'm like, I'm actually working really hard. Um, he played a couple of my favorite songs and I was dancing away. And before I knew it, it was 15 minutes into the class. And I was like, oh, this 15, there's no way 15 minutes would have flown by at my house. <laughs> like this is actually why I came. So I think a lot of times um, we, one of the things I've noticed is that I blow up the cost of doing my habit and I minimize the benefit so when I hit those days or like the I don't want tos, one, I would just challenge you to like, just start there. S stop using the phrase, I don't want to, and then ask your, instead replace it with what's my goal. And then from, once you ask, what's my goal, be like, okay, how could I get there? And come up with a couple options of variations of your habit that could get you to the goal. And then scaling it back even further, like which of those options do I want to do because they'd be the most helpful. So ditch, what do you want to do? Replace it with what's my goal, then scale it back and be like, what are some options to get my goal? What are some variations to the habit? And then scale back, okay, of those variations, which one would be the most helpful? Which one would be the easiest to get me to that goal? And then when you get there, like, oh, you're not a victim. You were flexible about how you got to your goal. So you changed your habit a bit according to the circumstances, but you still, you were stubborn, you're dogmatic about hitting your goal. Because I think that's the difference is like, my goal isn't to lose weight or look a certain way right now. I'm not training for any races. I'm just, um, so my sh it's shifted for from, I'm training, I'm building to this goal where now my, especially in the winter, 
I shift and my goal for um, what's it called my fitness habits or my working out is actually because I know it changes my endorphins. We have a really rainy winter. I usually do a lot of my <laughs> fitness inside, which is less fun for me, but I know the cost of stopping. So the cost of doing takes me some motivation. And usually I have to do it even when I don't um, feel like it's going to be super fun some mornings. But then the cost, I also think about the cost of not doing my habit, which is probably another thing I'd like you to think about. Most of us are just really aware of the cost of executing our habit. But when you get more aware of the cost like when it, what it costs you to not do your habit. It costs you fruit. For me, that's why in the winter when I'm not training for anything, I do my fitness habit. I still don't miss because I'm like, oh, if I don't do it, it costs me all the fruit of it, which would be mental clarity, energy, endorphins, um, mood boost, productivity. Like there's so many <laughs> that I've become more aware of the fruit of my habit than I have of the cost. And that's the big shift of like, oh, it's not the question of do I want to do this is unhelpful. Like what's, what, why am I doing this? Like what's the goal? And then which one, how could I get there? That, what variations could I get there? And then reminding myself when I'm chose one of the variations, like the cost of doing it is going to be less than the benefit. Like, so maybe I'm going to give a little picture. Maybe it cost me $2 to get there, to show up to the gym, but I'm going to receive 20 to $30 in benefit, like 20 to $30 of fruit from doing that all day. Like I'll experience that much. So the upfront cost of $2 is totally worth the $30 of benefit that I'll experience from executing my habit. And I just have to remind myself that the upfront cost is less than the fruit I've received. So I like kind of just recalibrate to be more aware of the fruit than the cost. Yeah. So my goal for you of this episode is to stop using the measurement of, do I want to do this? It's like, like I said, the analogy, trying to decide if you are losing weight with a ruler. <laughs> it's an unhelpful measurement for your goal and replacing it with the question of like, um, what's my goal and how can I, like, what would be helpful for me to get there? What helpful variations of my habit could I do? And then scaling back and be like, oh yeah, I powerfully chose this. Like, because I know the fruit is going to be worth more than the cost of my habit. Okay. Have a great, oh, I forgot. Would you consider supporting our Patreon, our um, podcast? Wow. You can tell that I am still, I'm out of practice <laughs> doing this. We have a Patreon account for both. It's a combo account for our marriage lab and for our habit lab. And we're asking that you, if you enjoy the content over the last couple of years, um, that you would consider becoming a $5 supporter of the show. The link is in my show notes. Uh, I think we have like nine people right now who are supporting us, which is so helpful. It helps us prioritize bringing content. So if you'd consider it, it's in the show notes. I hope you guys have a great day and you ditch the question, what do I want to do? And you ask yourself, what's helpful? How can I get there? What are some edits? Um, so that you remember that the cost is less, the upfront cost is less than the fruit you're going to receive. Bye.